0: Before we start today's Beef Watch podcast, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for being a listener. During the month of November, the Nebraska Extension Beef Team is asking for your feedback on the podcast. What content has been most valuable to you, and what topics would you like to see discussed in the future? If you'd be willing to take a few minutes to fill out a brief survey, we'd really appreciate it. The survey can be found at beef.unl.edu, and it's located there at the top of the homepage. Thanks again for being willing to do that for us. We really appreciate your feedback, and we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to the Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be discussing the topic of winter parasites, in particular lice. What are options and management practices for control? To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Dave Boxler, who's an entomologist based at the West Central Research and Extension Center. Thanks for joining me today, Dave. You're most welcome, Aaron. Well, Dave, this is the time of year when we start to see cattle lice start to appear as temperatures begin to get cold. And especially as we move into that January, February timeframe, we actually start to see cattle exhibiting signs of lice present rubbing scratching things like that what are some things producers should be thinking about now as they think about lice control and control options as we're sitting here towards the end of November and looking towards December
1: well i think that our, our weather is going to play a large factor in what we see as far as cattle lice numbers this this late fall and, and especially uh winter uh usually the the three months that where we see the the highest Catalyst numbers are usually late December, January, and February, and maybe depending upon how the spring goes, a little bit into March. Over the past few falls, we, we've had very extended warm falls, at least last year, the year before, and to some degree this year. And those uh, those warm temperatures can really play into creating problems for producers who applied a lousicide in the fall, especially in the month of October when we were pretty warm. We were above average in temperature. In fact, uh, averaging about seven uh, degrees above normal for the month of October this year. So if, if applications were made then, and uh, I would watch your cattle very closely because the, the activity of a lousicide or an inducticide is not that long, and it will not provide you with two months or three months of protection. So if the cattle lice really weren't active, they're going through a period of what we call estivation through the summer where they, they just don't, uh, they're not very active, their reproductive rate is very, very low. And it's the temperatures, the cold temperatures that stimulate lice numbers. So p- uh, producers who have treated for lice already may want to take a real close look at their cattle going into mid-December, especially if temperatures really start to plummet and stay there. Watch for the signs where you've got um, hair on fence lines, the cattle are looking scruffy. Those are key indicators that you may have a uh, louse population that really is starting to increase. And, and what happens during that Early fall application is that sometimes when we we don't see the uh, the lice really active, you're not going to get total kill with the insecticide at that time. So you'll get a resurgence, and that usually will start uh, in, uh, after about December fifteenth, unless we get really cold here. I don't foresee that happening, but I think that according to our weather people, the months of January and February this year are supposed to really be More Nebraska winter like. So, I would anticipate seeing higher lice numbers as we enter uh, January uh, and February. So, you really want to start watching your cattle closely. Secondly, if you bring in new cattle onto your uh, ranch or facilities and you don't know a lot about their uh, herd health, you want to certainly treat them for lice and isolate them from the rest of your cattle for at least 14 days if not for 28 days so that they don't infest your your existing herds and sometimes we see that happen and uh, so you try to try to curtail that by keeping the the animals separate now when we enter the months of january and lice numbers are starting to really climb that's when you want to time your application with a uh, insecticide which would be a systemic pour-on Uh, An injectable uh, doesn't work very well for the chewing likes, so we suggest going with a a systemic pour-on. And some people choose to use a non-systemic pour-on, which is essentially uh, made of uh, synthetic pyrethroids. And some non-systemic pour-ons require just one application, and others require two applications spaced 14 days apart. So when you're purchasing your product, read the label very closely so that you don't get caught selecting the wrong compound. So if that doesn't work out for you, there is a a product that contains a insect growth regulator as well as a uh, pyrethroid together. And that uh, poron has worked very well as a rescue treatment when other products fail. So there are some options out there for you. Certainly when you're using any of the, the products, read the label thoroughly. Some of the indectocide porons are rain fast very quickly and some are not. So in case we've got a snowstorm moving in, you certainly want to use the right systemic poron and don't get caught short by going with one that's not uh, rain fast or moisture uh, fast. So... Those are some things that uh, you kind of want to look out for. As we
0: think about when do we need to treat, and you said looking at cattle, watching cattle, how do I make a decision, this is a point in time where I actually need to treat these cattle, or maybe you know because of weather conditions, natural resistance, a low population, I don't need to treat
1: this year? Well, there is a, a scoring system that we've used for years to rate the number of lice per square inch. And it goes as follows Uh, one to five lice per square inch represents a low population. If you have numbers like that, you can probably just monitor that group of animals to see if numbers would increase. Six to 10 lice per square inch represents a moderate population. And that's a population where you're probably most likely going to have to treat, especially if the weather conditions remain cold those numbers are going to continue to increase rather dramatically more than 10 lice per square inch is considered a heavy population you you really need to treat when you see populations like that well the question is well how do we how do we evaluate that we can't do it from you know from a distance what one needs to do you need to select a number of animals it doesn't have to be too many bring them into the to the alley into the chute Head catch them, and you would do a two-handed hair part, especially on the face, on the muzzle area, on the top line, and the withers. Those are three locations that are easy to access, and you'd be able to uh, look at the lice. And actually using a halogen light really helps in that effort, and even including a magnifying glass, especially for some of the smaller species. That too, is a standard technique to positively identify the species of lice that you're dealing with and the population levels.
0: Dave, anything else on this topic you think producers should know or understand, think about as they think about lice control on cattle this fall and winter?
1: Well, I think that with circumstances out there right now, uh, we're going to have some issues with feed, shortage of hay, corn stalks, etc. cetera. One thing that really helps stimulate lice numbers is animals under poor conditions. Poor nutrition or low nutrition where protein is low is certainly going to add to the problem. Feeding a good diet is really going to be a priority this year. Well, thanks again for joining me today. You're very welcome. Well, for more information on the topic that was discussed
0: in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. At the website, you can find resources on this topic.